Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the eighth day of January. Welcome. Welcome to 2023. Well, I guess I should say welcome myself to 2023. You have been eight days here reading、uh, the Bible chronologically.、Uh, if you, if we haven't met, my name is China. I co-host this with my mom. Co-read, co-host, whichever one. With my mom, and、uh, this is, I believe, I believe. If you're out there and you know this and you can correct me, please do so. I believe this is the sixth year of the Dabsi, and、um, I love it. I love being here. I love that I'm entering into a second year reading alongside of my mom. It has worked so well, and it has blessed both of us deeply. And、um, and I th- I think you've enjoyed it as well. If you're With us again from last year, but、um, again, if we haven't met,、uh, welcome. So glad you're here. So by now you'll know that there's two of us who will read to you, and my mom will take a week, and then I'll take a week, and then she'll go back, and then I'll go back, and that's what we have found works as、uh, two years ago now. Yeah, almost two years ago now. I had my daughter, and so I, I needed to. Take a year off, and then I was trying to figure out how I was going to come back and do this full time as a mom. And、um, the Lord just spoke to both my mom and I, and we came together and we're like, "What if we did this together?" And we're like, "Wait, you had that idea too? Okay, this must be the Lord. This is great. This is awesome." And it worked out so beautifully last year. So I'm really honored and excited again to do that this year. So if this is your first time reading with us, reading. Maybe here in the Daily Bible at all. Welcome. This is your first time ever reading the Bible chronologically. Welcome.、Uh, gosh, it, the first time I ever read it chronologically, I was still under the、um, title of Daily Bible Teens, which is so funny to think about. All these years ago,、uh, I read it once and really loved it, and asked my dad, "What if I can continue to do this?" And he had said that some people were asking for that, and so. Again, felt like it was from the Lord, and I've loved it ever since. So, we are picking up today in the book of Job, and listen, I know that Job is a disruptive story, especially when you know you expect to start the year in you know the, the beauty of Genesis, and you know you read all of the creation, you're in awe, you're in wonder. And you read the downfall of humanity. You read a couple more things through it, and there's things that I mean we can all relate to or that speak to us. But then you read Job, and you're like, "This is uncomfortable." And I just want to say,、um, I myself have had a pretty disruptive start to the year, and I feel like that's all I'm going to say. Also, I'm going to burst into tears again, but、um, it's definitely been pretty stretching already. And I I've seen from. Some people who've posted in the the Daily Audio Bible Chronological Facebook group, or even just the the regular DAB groups, that you've had some rocky starts to your year, and I just want to say, first and foremost, I'm so sorry, and you're for certain not alone, and、um, it's okay that you maybe aren't having a happy New Year,、um, and it is okay if you are having a happy New Year.、Uh, Truly, the place that I'm resting in now is the Lord is sovereign, and He gets the final say of how things are going to go. And I believe that He really cares for us, and He really loves us. 
So maybe you're having a great, great time, great eight days, and that encourages you and refreshes you. And maybe um, you're being stretched and brought to your knees in a place of humility and surrender to the Lord, um, like I am. And great, I know somebody else who, who we're about to read that that happens to him. And I don't know that this happened to him in the beginning of the year for them, but um, Job is to be believed one of the oldest books in the Bible. That's why we're reading it, obviously, in chronological order. But um, man, if it feels disruptive to you, let it let it disrupt whatever needs to be disrupted within you. So today we continue on with the story, and we read in Job chapter 17 through 20. And since it is a new week, we will be switching the translation. And this week we are reading from the New International Version. My spirit is broken. My days are cut short. The grave awaits me. Surely mockers surround me. My eyes must dwell on their hostility. Give me, O God, the pledge you demand. Who else will put up security for me? You have closed their minds to understanding. Before you will not let them triumph. Anyone denounces their friends for reward. The eyes of their children will fail. God has made me a byword to everyone. A man in whose face people spit. My eyes have grown dim with grief. My whole frame is but a shadow. The upright are appalled at this. The innocent are aroused against the ungodly. Nevertheless, the righteous will hold to their ways. And those with clean hands will grow stronger. But come on, all of you, try again. I will not find a wise man among you. My days have passed. My plans are shattered. Yet the desires of my heart turn night into day. In the face of darkness, light is near. If the only home I hope for is the grave, if I spread out my bed in the realm of darkness, if I say to corruption, you are my father, and to the worm, my mother, or my sister, where then is my hope? Who can see any hope for me? Will it go down to the gates of death? Will we descend together into the dust? And Bildad the Shuhite replied, When will you end these speeches? Be sensible, and then we can talk. Why are we regarded as cattle and considered stupid in your sight? Who you tear yourself to pieces in your anger is the earth to be abandoned for your sake. Or must the rocks be removed from their place? The lamp of a wicked man is snuffed out. The flame of his fire stops burning. The light in his tent becomes dark. The lamp beside him goes out. The vigor of his step is weakened. His own schemes thrown him down. His feet thrust him into a net. He wanders into its mesh. A trap seizes him by the heel. A snare holds him fast. A noose is hidden for him on the ground. A trap lies in his path. Terror startles him on every side and dog his every step. Calamity is hungry for him. Disaster is ready for him when he falls. It eats away parts of his skin. Death's firstborn devours his limbs. He is torn from the security of his tent and marched off to the king of terrors. Fire resides in his tent. Burning sulfur is scattered over his dwelling. His roots dry up below and his branches wither above. The memory of him perishes from the earth. He has no name in the land. He is driven from light into the realm of darkness and is banished from the world. He has no offspring or descendants among his people, no survivor where he once lived. 
people of the West are appalled at his fate. Those of the East are seized with horror. Surely such is the dwelling of an evil man. Such is the place of one who does not know God. Then Job replied, How long will you torment me and crush me with words? Ten times now you have reproached me. Shamelessly you attack me. If it is true that I have gone astray, my error remains my concern alone. If indeed you would exalt yourselves above me and use my humiliation against me, then know that God has wronged me and drawn his net out around me. Though I cry, violence, I get no response. Though I call for help, there is no justice. He has blocked my way so I cannot pass. He has shrouded my paths in darkness. He has stripped me of my honor and removed the crown from my head. He tears me down on every side till I am gone. He uproots my hope like a tree. His anger burns against me, counts me among his enemies. His troops advance in force. They build a siege ramp against me and then camp around my tent. He has alienated my family from me. My acquaintances are completely estranged from me. My relatives have gone away. My closest friends have forgotten me. My guests and my female servants count me a foreigner. They look on me as a stranger. I summon my servant, but he does not answer. Though I beg him with my own mouth. My breath is offensive to my wife. I am loathsome to my own family. Even the little boys scorn me. When I appear, they ridicule me. All my intimate friends detest me. Those I love have turned against me. I'm nothing but skin and bones. I have escaped only by the skin of my teeth. Have pity on me, my friends. Have pity. For the hand of God has struck me. Why do you pursue me as God does? Will you never get enough of my flesh? Oh, that my words were recorded, that they were written on a scroll, that they were inscribed with an iron tool on lead or engraved in rock forever. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. And my heart yearns within me. If you say, how we will hound him, since the root of the trouble lies in him, you should fear the sword yourselves. For wrath will bring punishment by the sword, and then you will know that there is judgment. And so far the Namathite replied, My troubled thoughts prompt me to answer, because I am greatly disturbed. I hear a rebuke that dishonors me. My understanding inspires me to reply. Surely you know how it has been from of old, ever since mankind was placed on the earth. But the mirth of the wicked is brief. The joy of the godless lasts but a moment. Though the pride of the godless person reaches to the heavens, and his head touches the clouds, he will perish forever, like his own dung. Those who have seen him will say, Where is he? Like a dream he flies away. No more to be found, banished like a vision of the night. The eye that saw him will not see him again. His place will look on him no more. His children must make amends to the poor. His own hands must give back his wealth. The youthful vigor that fills his bones will lie with him in the dust. Though evil is sweet in his mouth and he hides it under the, his tongue, though he cannot bear to let it go and lets it linger in his mouth, Yet his food will turn sour in his stomach. It will become the venom of serpents within him. He will spit out the riches he swallowed. 
God will make his stomach vomit them up. He will suck the poison of serpents. The fangs of an adder will kill him. He will not enjoy the, the streams, the rivers flowing with honey and cream. They toiled, for he must give back uneaten. He will not enjoy the profit from his trading. For he has oppressed the poor and left them destitute. He has seized houses he did not build. Surely he will have no respite from his craving. He cannot save himself by his treasure. Nothing is left for him to devour. His prosperity will not endure. In the midst of his plenty, distress will overtake him. The full force of misery will come upon him. When he has filled his belly, God will vent his burning anger against him and rain down his blows on him. Though he flees from an iron weapon, a bronze-tipped arrow pierces him. He pulls it out of his back, the gleaming point out of his liver. Bears will come over him. Total darkness lies in wait for his treasures. A fire unfanned will consume him and devour what is left in his tent. The heavens will expose his guilt. The earth will rise up against him. A flood will carry off his house, rushing waters on the day of God's wrath. Such is the fate God allots the wicked, the heritage appointed for them by God. The story of Job, especially where he's conversating between him and his friends, is such a story that I feel like a lot of us can relate to, where we're going through something and you don't really know what to say. My guess is that Job's friends and those around him may have not gone through similar scaled things. And not that you need to go through similar scaled things in order to speak into somebody's life or the situation. Definitely think it help for sure. And I think sometimes what I'm learning in this part of life is there's actually beauty in saying, man, I, I don't even really know what to say. I'm so sorry. Or like, I don't want to say the wrong thing and add to your pain. Can I ask questions to better understand? Or like, how can I serve you? How can I love you well in this? And I think also too, the intention of, hey, like, I don't know. Because the reality is, is like the Lord, this is kind of a tricky thing. Like the Lord isn't behind all of this, but like he is, if you know what I'm saying. Like he okayed it. Like he, so to speak, stamped it with his approval and allowed Satan to take away all of these things from Job. But Job didn't know that this was going on. So could you imagine? I mean, I, th I feel like this is actually the story of, of people, of humanity, where something bad happens and sometimes our responses is, are something like, Lord, what the heck? Like, you gave me all of this and then you took it away. Or you led me to this place and you didn't meet me here. Or... You know, all of these accusatory things when it's like, wait, 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 wait. We don't actually know the fullness of it. And not that I'm like, oh, Satan's behind it all, actually, because I don't know. In this story, we're revealed um, the behind the scenes, if you will. But that's not always the case in our own lives. And so 
I feel like even with the thing that I'm kind of walking through right now, I'm like, Lord, wait, like I've, I prayed, I asked for you to, to show me your hand in this and you, I trusted that you led me here. And now like this thing is not what it seemed to have been. And I'm not saying this is your fault by any means, but I'm confused. And so like, Lord, would you just show me what you have in this space? Because I'm very confused and maybe I'm fixated on seeing it my way. And so like humble me real quick, gently, please. I'm fragile right now. Um, But then also, like, Lord, give me your eyes. What do you see? Because all I can see right now is things in rubble and ashes and shambles and not like literally, I, like things are not that bad, but uh, like figuratively to speak. But Lord, I like, I, I feel stressed or I feel really overwhelmed and I wasn't anticipating to feel these things. So again, like, Lord, where, where are you? Not in a yelling, screaming, I'm mad at you, Wade, but like, I think that's a okay posture too. The Lord will meet us there. But more so of a, Lord, I'm curious, like, what do you have for me in this? And I actually was just talking about this with my dad and he was saying, you know, this is where wisdom comes into play. And so I, I'm really grateful for the story of Job and his life and all the conversations between him and his friends and these people these men surrounded around him because it kind of gives us like a what not to say or like "Mm, maybe don't say that but then also be okay with the fact that you may not have comforting words to offer someone and you can even be vulnerable enough to say hey like I really I see that this is bothering you I see this is really upsetting i you know validate it and then ask them like joe did do you want someone to what do you want from me right now do you want someone just to listen do you want advice do you want someone to give you what i think is going on and joe probably would have said i just want someone to listen you know like i'm i'm grieving out of my mind right now like i could not imagine losing everything that I have that I can't like could you imagine that for a second that would be really difficult really difficult like that doesn't even scratch the surface of what it would feel like but anyways kind of moving forward and moving through the story I yeah I I don't know that I can fully relate to what's happening but I feel like on a small scale just the that disruptiveness that wait I have questions about where I'm at and Lord, I have questions about how I got here and I thought you led me here and I I still think that. So would you just show me where you are and what's going, going on? And he might not do it right away because I believe that the Lord is sovereign and I believe that what he does and what he says has the ultimate authority and you guys read this literally days ago, but we traded knowledge instead of being with God. And that's where my heart is always cautioned. Lord, I don't I don't want to trade knowledge for you and your presence. So help me be content in this, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's disruptive, even if it's 
all-consuming and I'm sitting in sackcloth and ashes. Lord, I, I know you're going to meet me here because I, I know you and I've known you too well. And we've come so far for you to just stop here. And uh, anyway, so maybe I'm just speaking to myself, but I, I, I don't think so. But Lord, I thank you for your word and I thank you that it's alive and it breathes on us. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are speaking to us and through us. I thank you that later on this year, we're going to read that wisdom was always here and she reveals herself as she and she says that she was with you, God, in the formation of the world. And so if that's true, then I choose to believe that wisdom is all around us. And so I pray that you would give us your wisdom, your discernment to process out things that need processed, whether it's with friends or by ourselves. But God, I pray that we'd be a people who invite you in instead of pushing you out or blaming you or waving our fist in the air, demanding that you appear right away. But we would have curiosity and we would invite you and we would have our questions. We would have our frustrations or even our anger, our disappointment, our never again will I or whatever it is. I thank you that you meet us here. And so God, we are just we're expectant and we're grateful that you hear us when we call. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Really, I don't know what else to say other than I feel like this is all for today. Um, I also don't always sound like this. I have been battling a cold for like a week. I feel like colds are the sickness that lasts forever, but um, I promise I don't always sound like this, but it may be a little bit wild, a little bit more of a while that I do sound like this, but Anyways, that is all for today. I'm China. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Oh, I just heard the message from Debbie on Chronological. Today, January 4th, I heard it play. And she's a 22-year-old that's pregnant and feels isolated and alone in Washington State from California. Honey, I'm here to tell you that God is still on the throne and that I am praying that you feel his presence in the deepest, darkest times where you feel like there is nothing you can do and that no one is with you. He is always with you. I pray that you will meet someone that will come into your life, that will help you with this, that will protect you and just show you God's love by being by your side, even if it's in the quiet. I am praying for your strength and I'm letting you know that God loves you. We love you. I love you. You need to be here. You need to stay here. So I renounce the power of the stronghold of Satan who wants you to feel alone and depressed and anxiety. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. He has no authority over your life because you're God's child. And so I am praying for you, my sweet girl. Call us back. Please let us know how you're doing. Have a very happy new year and know that you are a gift. You have a purpose. You are supposed to be here. Hold on to God's unchanging hands, his unfailing love. He is always there. When you have nothing else to say and can't say a word, just call his name Jesus. Say his name. I am praying for you, my sweet girl, Debbie. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. D-A-B-C. This is Joyfully Joe. 
and I was going to come on here and say something else, and then I heard Debbie uh, at the end of the reading today. And so, Debbie, I just want you to know, dear sister, that maybe don't even try to love yourself. That's what I found when I was severely depressed is that my love is for myself is so imperfect. It's so full of guilt and shame. But you know whose love is perfect? That is Jesus, our wonderful God, our Savior. His love is so perfect. And all we have to do is receive it. He sees us as perfect. He um, sees us as washed and cleansed and free of shame. Maybe if you can just accept his love, um, some of that depression will lift. Um, I have been very depressed before and I understand what it feels like, sister. So know that I am your friend. My name is Joanne, and I am your friend, and I will be praying for you up there in Washington. I'm down here in California, and um, I pray that you call back and let us know um, how things are going so we can keep praying for you, sister. In Jesus' name. Good morning. This goes out to Debbie, who I heard your prayer request on January 4th, and my heart broke for you. Um, I pray that God gives you peace and comfort and hope. I hope that God, and I pray that God, and I'm believing that He will send people to you that can help you, and that can help you get past this terrible time you're going through. I thank God that you're still here with us, and I want you to stay. I want you to stay and don't give up, please. And for, the, for your child, your child is going to need you. You and your child have, have, God loves you. And I promise God will help you. Just please don't give up. Seek help. There, there, there's someone in your area I know that can help you. I pr but I pray that God comes to you and helps you. And I thank you. I'm so glad you reached out. And you are loved. All of us on DAB love you. Do not give up. Uh, this prayer is going out to Debbie. And she says she doesn't know how to love herself and that she's pregnant and that she's been suicidal and she's depressed. And I just am going to lift you up to the Lord and keep praying for you. Please keep uh, calling in and giving us updates on how you're doing. I'm just going to lift you up now. <clears throat> Dear Jesus, we just lift up Debbie and we ask that you be with her, that you help her to realize how much she's loved. Um, help her to get uh, Christian counseling if that's what she needs, God. Um, Surround her with at least one friend, Lord, that will continue to check in on her and to make sure that she's doing okay. Uh, the father of the baby um, wants to get close to her, but she said she keeps pushing him away. God, just 
help her to love herself and to love you and from there to take the next steps. I just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, everyone at Delia Audio Bible Chronological. This is Song of Joy in Alexandria, Virginia. I've been listening to the podcast for about a year now. It's the first time I'm calling. And I'm calling to pray, ask you to please pray for healing for my mother. She has swelling in her legs. It has, it's very painful. Her legs are warm to the touch, they're swollen, and they feel very hard. The doctors have said she has blood clots, and she is being treated for the blood clot, but they don't know why she is having so many problems. It's not part of the normal blood clot process, so they're not sure what's causing this, this, the pain and the swelling and the hardness of the touch. So please pray for her. Uh, for healing for her and for wisdom and discernment for the doctors to identify the source of the problem and a path forward for healing and recovery. Thank you so much.